Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. Today is our Raw Rundown, our special episode towards the end of the week where we like to get in, get you caught up on all things entertainment news so that you didn't miss out on anything. Obviously, we all know what the biggest story of the week was. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, the uh, the end of this trial and uh, and kind of the resolution. We were going to we're going to get into that. So stick around. We got so much more coming up. There's a lot of other things that did happen this week. Maybe you didn't hear about them because Johnny and Amber kind of took over all of the news, but there's a lot of good stuff this week. Adam, how are you doing, buddy? Sorry, I, I didn't even introduce you. I've been, I'm just excited about today's uh, yeah, topics. Obviously, Johnny Depp's the number one story of the week. We're going to get full in depth about it. You're going to learn why this is such a big case, what's actually happening, what did Johnny get, what did Amber get, and what's the latest with it. So we're going to get into that. For now, we thank you, the listeners, because you guys have been supporting us. We ask you guys to do reviews. And if you do a review, we actually read your review live on air. It's the best thing to do to support this podcast. We're not a Patreon. We don't ask you for money. All we ask is for a minute of your time to go to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast, but specifically iTunes. Go to Hollywood Raw. Go all the way to the bottom. Put in five stars. Say a few kind words. If you do that, we'll actually read your review Live on air. Actually, add your name to it, your real name to it, so we can actually really give you a specific. That, shot that's the it. thing that I think we've been missing. That I and this is my bad, you guys, for not saying this, but leave your review and at the bottom just say from John in Pennsylvania, and so then I can say your name because I'm realizing that we're we're having to say the like username, and a lot of that is sometimes funky because you can't actually get your real name. So leave your name uh, so we can give you uh, the listener a shout out. Yes, uh, Dax, you have a review ready. Uh, this one comes from I Love Waffles 685. Awesome podcast. Awesome. Just awesome podcast. It's so good. I love it. Five stars. Simple. Easy. I love waffles. And I love you too. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, okay. Here's a second review. This one comes from Hank FR3846. Incredible podcast. It's titled. It says, this podcast gives an insight view. Maybe that's inside view into Hollywood. Unlike any other, it's as if you are a fly on the wall at the coolest Hollywood party. Highly suggest you listen. Hank, totally appreciate it. And it's kind of true. That's that's what we want. We want people to feel like they are really a part of uh, an inside crew. Yes. Uh, with that said, thank you guys for the lever review. It's the best thing to do to support us. It helps on the algorithm. We appreciate you. Um, with that said, Dax, let's start with number 10. All right, number 10, Tom Hanks stars as Geppetto in the first trailer for the Disney's live-action Pinocchio. Adam, I don't know if you saw this, but they've got a whole new Pinocchio movie coming out. Uh, Tom Hanks literally does every single thing in Hollywood. I'm starting to realize, like, if I was an actor in my 50s or 60s, I'd be really pissed because Tom Hanks gets all the roles. Like, all the dope roles, he gets it. Playing Geppetto, I feel like, is a legendary role, and I feel like... Disney is so smart. All they like they made a shit ton of money on Pinocchio the first time it came out. And now all they have to do is 
do a live action version. And now you got all of us in our 40s or whatever excited to see this with our children. Like, God, they're so smart. So smart. The guy who directed this movie is the same guy, Robert Zemeckis, is the same guy who directed Forrest Gump. Uh, you got Joseph Gordon Levitt as uh, Jiminy Cricket. Uh, it's Keegan Michael Key is in it, Luke Evans, uh, Lorraine Bracco. Uh, I saw the trailer. It's very dramatic. Uh, Tom Hanks' accent throws me off a little bit. However, <laughs> uh, and that's the second Tom Hanks movie this year where people talk about his accent. He, he did this thing with his voice where he's great as the Woody in Toy Story, but when he does mm-hmm. the voice of Geppetto, it's, it seems like he's trying. It's a little to jarring. But the trailer is very dramatic. This symphony behind it seems amazing. Of course, I'm going to see it. Not probably in theaters, but I'll wait until um, it's on Disney+. Plus. But yes, it looks pretty cool. Number nine. This one makes me sad. Norm MacDonald. Uh, jokes from the grave. Uh, but, you know, he's got this new Netflix special that says Norm MacDonald, nothing special. Talks about his death in, in, in this last special saying you only got so much time. And... You know, a lot of people have been talking about this special. Um, he recorded it months before, and it's literally him kind of just talking to a camera, acting like, like essentially a stand-up routine, but it's just him and a camera. I, 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 Zoom-ish. It's, uh, it's very different. I saw the first half of it. I actually think it's really funny. Um, it's, it's like the first part, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but I'm going to. Uh, he talks about gambling. Anybody who knows Norm, Norm was a big gambler. But he's just—he's got this this tone. His voice is just so distinct, and so it's really good. Is it like the same sort of special that you're used to seeing? Absolutely not. But he did this obviously at home. Uh, what's nice about it is um, they got a bunch of the comedians: David Letterman, Molly Shannon, Dave Chappelle, Conan O'Brien, Adam Sandler, and David Spade together, and they actually watched it and they told stories about Norm Macdonald. So it's nice to have, you know, uh, those guys a part of it and. Uh, it was just good to see Norm again. Unfortunately, you know, he passed, but it was just nice to see him. And just Yeah, so definitely definitely check it out. If you're a Norm McDonald fan, head over to Netflix uh, and, and watch that special. All right, coming in at number eight, Nene Leakes is sued by her current boyfriend's wife, who claims <laughs> that, <laughs> that Nene broke up their marriage. So uh, if you haven't followed this saga, basically Nene has a no boyfriend. And uh, there was a lawsuit that TMZ obtained that claimed that basically Nini and the guy were together while he was still in a relationship with the estranged wife. And so that and it was basically Nini who ultimately broke up the marriage. And in the documents, the woman goes on to say that because Leaks is such an active and huge presence on social media, um, that it caused her emotional distress and humiliation over the loss of affection from her husband. And she's seeking $100,000 in damages from the downfall of her marriage, um, which is interesting. I didn't know you could sue someone. I did not know either. For emotional distress over a, a loss of a marriage like this is all new news to me i've never seen this in all my years of entertainment news so dax let me ask you this something like this obviously it becomes news because it's a lawsuit once you file mm-hmm. a lawsuit it becomes public record does something like this get settled out of court does she just yes. pay her off and just say all right yes. shut up like it just it's not worth absolutely it. nini is gonna go this is so dumb, especially for $100,000. That, that is chump change, I think, for NeNe Leaks. So you know what I'm saying? $1, she's she's going to sell it, sell it, settle it for like twenty five grand and be done. 
Interesting. That's my thoughts. It's, and I, I'm assuming the the boyfriend is also going to be like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, this is just going to drag our names through the mud even more. Like, let's move on. Yeah. All right. All right. Next one. Number this seven. one is this one's huge. Seven is and I love the story so much because Tom Cruise is getting the biggest opening weekend of his career with the new Top Gun. Um, and it, I don't know, for some reason, that makes me feel good because no one knew how this movie was going to do. They were like, why are we doing a remake of Top Gun? This is so dumb. The first one is legendary, but it has now catapulted his career to a whole nother level basically top gun maverick which is a follow-up to the 1986 original earned an estimated 124 million dollars in the domestic box office over this last weekend becoming his biggest opening weekend of all time um the first impressive yeah it's huge uh it's also his first film to debut with more than a hundred million dollars which is kind of shocking because this is tom cruise who has had mission impossible um what was that other one minority report like he's had huge movies under his belt so i'm i'm shocked that it is his first movie to debut with over 100 million dollars yeah but um really really cool for him they made this movie a while ago and then he said in an interview during the Cannes film festival that he never considered doing a streaming release of this movie um, you know, they delayed putting this movie out because of the pandemic. People were going to theaters and he wanted this to be a big screen movie. Um, the reviews are um, incredible for this movie. People mm -hmm. are raving about it, saying how good it is. From what I heard, it's fun, funny, corny, cheesy. You know what's going to happen and amazing. You know, it's but, but literally no one has said it's a bad movie. Nobody. It's just a fun, great movie. And one of my favorite actors is in it is Miles Teller. I think Miles Teller is awesome. You know, I, and I he's just such a likable guy. And going to your comment about Tom wanting this to be in theaters. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to kill this for people, but yeah, he does. I, I don't think this is killing it for people. OK, but he does. He does acknowledge that people are back in theaters and he's grateful and appreciative. And I'll just leave it as that. And I think that's a really cool touch that they did to the movie. I'll, I'll leave it at that, but um, I'm going to go see it this weekend. I'm very excited. Very cool. All right. Number six, number six, our friends, Heidi and Spencer are expecting baby number two after uh, a lot of fertility issues. Uh, they opened up to us weekly saying that they couldn't be more excited. Uh, and, and basically, uh, Heidi said, I don't know who's most excited, myself, Gunner, or Spencer. Uh, they just felt like something was missing in their life. And, you know, they've kind of been on this roller coaster of fertility for quite some time. So I love them. I love Spencer so much. And I'm excited that they've got what they want. And that's baby number two on the way. Congrats on them. They uh, they seem like great parents. You see them a lot with their kid. And I think number two, they've been trying like, to hate, hate them all you want. They are two of the kindest people and i'm genuinely excited for them like call them publicity horrors or whatever you want they're really good people though yeah all right number five number five jada pinkett smith finally addressing the whole oscar slap on red table talk of course she addresses it on her show i mean we kind of knew this was coming i think we said right after that whole incident this is going to be the place that she talks about it and she did um so she basically said that is her deepest hope that will and chris will reconcile after the whole oscar slap 
um, basically saying these are two very intelligent, capable men and have the opportunity to heal, talk this out and reconcile. Um, and she said, in the state of the world today, we need them to. So, you know, it wasn't like it was this huge moment, but nevertheless, she she did, did acknowledge it and finally talking about it. And listen. Chris Rock and Will Smith at the end of the day have been friends for years and years and years. Chris and Jada have been friends for years and years. They'll be fine. They'll figure it out. And you know what? When Chris and Will like show up and do an event together, it'll be the biggest thing on the planet. Oh yeah. It'll be huge. I, I, you know, she had to eventually address it. She acknowledged it, but she didn't really address it. You know, there's so much substance to it, to exactly what went down to what, ticked will so much to what was it like after so she acknowledged it but she didn't address it i wish she would address it and hopefully you know we hear something about that soon all right number four number four prince harry Meghan markle spotted chatting with a bunch of family members at this platinum jubilee so i'm not a hundred percent what like like is the jubilee just her birthday Uh, i don't like like, I don't really get, like, I know the Jubilee is big over there, but I don't understand, like, the full, like, is it just a birthday celebration or what? I don't know. But anyway, there was the um, bunch of family obviously gets together to celebrate the queen. Um, and the thing, obviously, everyone's talking about is Prince Harry and Meghan were there in London to celebrate the queen because we do know Prince Harry and the queen still get along very well. He's talked about that, that he's still got a great relationship with grandma, even though he may not have the best relationship with his brother and his dad. Um, We did see photos that came out of them talking to the queen's uh, cousin, Prince Edward, the Duke of Kent. We saw him also giggling with the queen's great granddaughters, uh, Savannah Phillips, who is 11 and Isla Phillips, who's 10 and a couple other little ones. Um, But to me, seeing them happy and smiley inside the palace and interacting with people, I think that's a good sign, right? You would think that's a good sign. It is a very nice thing that they actually did show up. Markel and Harry were not invited to the photo op as they're no longer working royals. But to me, he's always Prince Harry. No matter what he does, he will always mm-hmm. be Prince Harry. Always but Prince Harry. Said, and and we've said that before, like, do what you want, but... At the end of the day, these two are still royal here in the U.S., even yeah. if they aren't invoid- invited to do the big photo. Exactly. But here's my question. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, they have to fly from California over to the United mm-hmm. Kingdom. Do they fly private? And no, if they I don't think private, so. Who pays for that? So you think they're flying commercial? I, but that would be really hard for them to fly commercial, wouldn't it? I we mean, would have seen photos. Exactly. You would have seen that. I don't know how they get commercial or – they are able to do it through customs and nobody sees them. I mean, but that, that'd be like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar trip over there. Yeah, I don't know. How we learned works, that the other day. This, I know at you, whatever you fly American in L.A., you could go to this little thing where nobody sees you. It's like a mm-hmm. private terminal, and then basically you get driven in a car to the plane, and then you board like the top of the plane with like from downstairs from like. But then again, I still say you think you would have seen a social media photo come out of them on the flight headed to London. Like they're too famous to just slip in unnoticed by anyone. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very curious how that worked out. Okay, with that said, just my conspiracy stuff and just my curiosity. Number three. Number three, LeBron James, officially a billionaire. He has now joined the Three Comma Club. Uh, This was reported by Forbes, and he is now one of 
uh, three Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant to enter the uh, of basketball players, at least to enter the three comma club. Um, you know, this is a huge deal. He's got a lot of businesses. So it's not just basketball, obviously, that's making him a billionaire. Um, he has let's see, let, let, let's go down the list of all the things that he has. So he's made more than 387 million on the court. However, the majority of his money is coming from outside deals. Uh, you know, his Spring Hill Entertainment is worth about $300 million. His stake in Fenway Sports Group is another $9 million. His 10% stake in Blaze Pizza has blown up to around $30 million. So all of this combined makes LeBron James a billionaire. Does that change, like, your thoughts on him or the way he plays? That's no. I mean, I don't think he'll still be competitive and stuff, but how, no, do, he's still... he's a billionaire, how does it change his life? No, I, I, I think everyone wants to be a billionaire at the end of the day. You know, I think he, he just finally is there. But I don't think that's going to slow him down from how he's playing on the core, any of the outside deals. I think it just gives him more clout. He also has a, yeah, he also has a lifetime deal with Nike, which they've said would be a billion-dollar deal for decades to come. So just that alone, mm-hmm. essentially, his Nike deal would make him a billion dollars. Good for him, I guess, LeBron. He's never he's, – he's an interesting dude. Congrats, LeBron. You're a billionaire. Um, just let me know if you get text me or DM me if you know <laughs> they're going to do it over under 28 points a game so I know what they're doing. <laughs> so I can start right. betting, exactly. making some money. Adam, I listen, I struggle every year when it comes to Father's Day. I never know what the hell to get my dad. He's got everything. But this year, I'm getting him an Omaha Steak subscription because you know what? Dads just want steaks. It's that simple. They just want steaks. It's true. (laughs) It's right. And with Father's Day around the corner, there isn't a better gift than Omaha Steaks. All you got to do is head on over to omahasteaks.com, type in Hollywood Raw into the search bar, and order the Dads Want Steaks package. For just $99, this limited-time package includes 16 mouth-watering entrees he's guaranteed to love, like smoky, tender, bacon-wrapped filet mignons, gourmet jumbo franks and their air chilled boneless chicken breasts and for a sweet finish delicious caramel apple tartlets oh those things are so good so good I, they are so delicious so good i'm getting hungry like just you, think about them like you think their their chicken and beef is good wait until you try the tartlets <laughs> yeah no you're you're it's true they are incredible and we got a special gift for our listeners. When you type in Hollywood Raw into the search bar and order the Dad's Want Steaks package, you will also receive eight free Omaha Steak burgers. These burgers are full of bold, beefy flavor made from 100% Omaha Steaks, and they're bigger than ever. They're now a whopping six ounces. Don't wait. Send Dad more than just a gift. Send them an experience he'll love and share with you. Go to omahasteaks.com. That's omahasteaks.com. Type Hollywood Raw into the search bar and order their Dad's Want Steaks package. You'll get 16 entrees and four desserts plus eight free Omaha Steaks burgers. The key, though, get them to share it with you, like you said. That (laughs) is the key. You buy it, but then you also get to enjoy it. You'll thank us later. So that's it. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword Hollywood Raw. You're welcome, and your dad can send us a thank you, too. Uh, Number two. Number two, Kim Kardashian says she would eat poop daily if it made her look younger. So uh, Kim admitted that she would eat shit as long as it kept her young. She says she'll try anything. And this is an interview she told the New York Times 
who published it on Wednesday. She said, if you told me that I literally had to eat poop every single day and I would look younger, I might, I might. She's joked. Um, and obviously, the second she says something like this, the Internet's going to go crazy exactly. and trolls are going to flood, you know, but I kind of like her honesty sometimes, you know, like it's but who there's a lot of people that would eat shit daily if they knew that it was going to make them look young and vibrant and all this people are spending millions of dollars to alter their body parts and dyes and all this kind of stuff so i think a lot of people would eat shit on a daily basis exactly i don't blame her for saying that and i agree with her because i would probably do the same thing but i know a lot of other people would definitely do that However, it's said that trolls jump on this stupid line that she said that meant nothing, and then they try to make fun about this. You know, like yeah. the internet is just trying to make jokes about her eating poop, and it's just dumb. It's I just I want to I want a show of hands. I'm trying to stay on. I want a show of hands of people that said they wouldn't eat it. Like if it really could keep you young and vibrant and looking amazing, half the women in LA would raise their hands and say, "Yep, I would do it too." I would eat poop for health insurance, dude. Dude, I, don't I would eat. I, I would eat poop to keep my my rocking hair going for all those years and not lose yeah. it. Come I on, would eat, I would eat poop just to not do copays every time I get a physical. That's, <laughs> that's where I'm at in my career. Okay, like I said, all right, you have a copay, you eat poop. I'm like, I'll eat poop. Times are all right. Enough about Kim and shit. Let's let's get on to the big <laughs> story. That Johnny Depp, you know the deal. Dax, explain to me, educate me on this case. All right, so Johnny Depp wins the massive defamation case against Amber Heard. He was awarded $10.3 million. If you're wondering how they got that number, so he was awarded $15 million, okay? Ten of it was compensatory damages and $5 million for punitive damages. However, in Virginia, punitive damages are capped at three fifty. So Depp ends up away walking away with actually $10.35 in total. And then if you remember... Heard had countersued for $100 million, claiming that Depp's attorney, Adam Waldman, while acting on behalf of Johnny, made defamatory comments about her. So she sued for the three like three specific statements. I'm not going to read those out, um, but you can Google them if you'd like. She was awarded $2 million in compensatory. I can't say that word. Compensatory. How do you say that word? Compensatory. Compensatory, <laughs> compensatory damages, and uh, received no money for punitive. So her hundred million dollar lawsuit she filed, she walked away with two, and the fifty million dollar lawsuit that he filed, he walked away with ten. So clearly he was the big winner at the end of the day, and I think more so winning money because neither of them. Well, she might actually need some money at this point because I don't know if she's going to get her role cut from. Aquaman too, but I think at the end of the day, Johnny walks away kind of clearing his record and all of this, and now I think it opens doors for movies and all kinds of other things to come back into his life because he was essentially kind of cast out. You know, Disney fired him from Pirates of the Caribbean 5, and, and you know, you get this kind of cloud over you, and now no one wants to work with you, and I think that's kind of cleared. So let me ask you this, Dax. First of all, besides just him trying to clear his name, why is this such an important case? Why was this such an important win for just Johnny and society? Or I don't want to say society, but just for Johnny. Because you see a lot of so I'm gonna for Johnny. I'm going to give you my perspective. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. But I would say there is a lot to be said about 
abuse. And I listen, at the end of the day, these two people, I think, are crazy, right? Like, this does not give Johnny a pass. I think both of them did wild shit during this, this marriage. Both of them were oil and water together. I do think that there is something to be said about abuse and that men also get abused in relationships. And I feel that throughout this, she tried to play that as who is going to believe you at the end of the day that you're a big man and that you're getting abused by a woman. And I think it it opens up the topic of, yes, men can be abused too. And maybe he had some verbal abuse, but he didn't touch her. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where she got in trouble is she laid hands on him, which took him down a different path and it made her look like a big liar. And I'm not saying there wasn't verbal or mental or abuse going back and forth between the two of these that didn't really, you know, dive into. But I think that he played his cards right in a lot of ways. And that was having this this hearing televised and it really played in his favor. So what was Washington Post involvement with this? And is Washington Post um are they going to well, be what happens to them because they you know i don't think there's anything i don't i don't know if there's necessarily stuff that happens to them because it was her op-ed even though it was in the washington post it's it's back onto her she was the one that portrayed herself as a sexual vi- like sexual violence uh um victim and you know really made it all about herself and so i don't think that the Washington Post I don't think anything happens to them it was her story in their article you know in their publication interesting I have a feeling you know here's my thing Johnny did I guess sort of win the defamation case whoever in the story there's really no winners um, no. You know, Johnny Depp obviously had to reveal a lot of things about him to clear his name that are embarrassing that are unfortunate he's also a parent you know so same thing with Amber Amber's a parent as well and Yes. I mean, listen, according to the courts, I guess maybe she told some fibs. She lied a little bit, but it's it sucks overall for everyone. Um, Johnny. And so here's the thing is, Dex, Amber, uh, is she going to be able to pay this money that she owes Johnny? Like, what if there's no money there? What happens? Is Amber? No, there's no she's I don't think she's going to be able to pay him ten million dollars. So what I, is I, the situation? Well, listen, there's still more to come. There's still another hearing um, that they have to go back. And I think it'll kind of sift through a lot of this. She doesn't have that money. And I don't at the end of the day, I don't think Johnny wants the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he's ever going to go after her and, and, and say, please give me this money. I think this was to clear his name and it did exactly what he wants. Him being able to act in movies and him being able to clear his his name in the the court of public opinion is worth more than $10 million to him. So it's not about collecting it. And I, and I think if he tries to collect it, I think he's just doing it out of vengeance at that point. Um, I, I think he just, he, he got what he wanted. I think that, you know, we didn't get to see his reaction because he obviously wasn't in court on that day, No, it sucked. but I, I'm assuming he was jumping up and down and going, cool disney try to call me again now let's talk and again he may go 
fuck Disney because I don't I don't want they didn't stick by me when I needed them. And so I don't need another Pirates movie. I'm going to go find something else. Who knows? You people might think, oh, he's back. He wins the respect to his name that he's not an abuser. And that's right. He's not an abuser now, according to, you know, this lawsuit. Um, You know, listen, I don't know if anybody's there's there's his side, there's her side. And then there's the truth. So but can you admit that? that these two had a very wild relationship oh, and I'm going to say that there was probably a lot of things back and forth between the two of them that probably weren't kosher. Um, I, I don't, I don't think they walk away like, Oh, they both look great from this relationship. I think he did a lot of crap in that relationship. Again, maybe he didn't lay hands on her, but I think it was not a healthy relationship no, whatsoever. But putting your hands on again, physical is a whole different situation. But I'll say this, in my opinion, the thing that made Johnny Depp such a great per- actor is that he was mysterious. You mm-hmm. know, there's some allure to him. Now that he does this court case where it's so personal and reveals so much, we learn so much about Johnny Depp and his friends, which his friends were great in the, in the, in the laws. Yeah, but didn't it also kind of make him look funny and cool because he was laughing and giggling and doing all of that during this whole thing? Like, again, this was the most well-orchestrated PR thing that he could have ever done. So just let me ask you this. Does this ruin the allure of him as an actor? Because because I see no. this. Lindsay Lohan, great actress. But when Lindsay Lohan goes into a role now, people don't see Lindsay Lohan. They, they don't no, see the they see I disagree. Lohan. Because Lindsay Lohan, a lot of her troubles, she would bring them onto the set with her. She would show up late. She would show up, you know, not at her best. She like her performances would suffer because of Lindsay Lohan with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's gone through a lot of crap through his years, but always he gets to set and he's professional and he knows his lines and he makes, you know, billion dollar movies. So I think there's a difference there. Same with Robert Downey Jr. He had a lot of crap, but the second he got kind of clean and back on he comes with 110% onto his movie sets and you forget about whatever happened in his personal life. All right. Well, listen, I hope you guys got some information, got some knowledge out of this Johnny Depp case. Excited to see what his first role is that he gets offered ever uh, now that this is behind him. Thank you guys for listening to the top 10 stories of the week. Make sure you guys leave a review. Go to iTunes. Put in Hollywood Raw. Go to the bottom. Put five stars. Say a few kind words. When you do that, we'll actually read your review live on air. Follow us. We're on TikTok, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Oh, we're on TikTok twice. We got tons of good content out there. We have a video portion of this podcast on YouTube you can check out. Follow me at, at Adam Glenn, G-L-Y-N. Follow Dax Holt at D-A-X-H-L-T. Oh, and one last thing. If you guys have any so awkward celeb run-ins, email me, dax at hollywoodraw.com. I'd love to hear any of your awkward celebrity run-ins. We're going to do an episode coming up. And if you have one where you look like a jackass, where they look silly, where you saw someone fall down, please email me, dax at hollywoodraw.com. You heard That's that, it. dax at hollywoodraw.com. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. A Huda Media Production.